he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Welcome back to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons because we're just happy that you're here. Exactly. So come join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right, guys. Let's creep. Okay, so Caitlin Bristow is firing back at Nick Vial after mm-hmm. he made some shady comments towards her. So a little backstory. Back in early February, Caitlin said on her podcast, she mentioned that a time in a previous relationship, she thought she may be asexual. She said, I literally thought I was asexual. I was like, I think at this point I can see myself more with a woman. I actually thought than a man. And that made headlines. Like people were like, oh, is Caitlin spoke out about her sexuality, blah, blah, blah. So then after the fact, there's a post that goes on Instagram and it's Jason Tardick and Tyler Cameron looking like fucking smoke shows with shirtless, with their surfboards. They look super hot. And Nick Vial comments and says, nothing asexual about this. So, have you seen any of that? Did you know any of the story? Yes, no, I did. But I just, I guess, quite frankly, think it might be a bit of a jump that just because Nick says asexual that people are thinking it's referring back to the one time Caitlyn said something about being asexual. Like, oh, I think it totally is. I don't know. Because then Caitlyn recently, so she's in Hawaii right now, and she Mm -hmm. took a photo of herself looking super hot in, like, a one-piece bathing suit, and she said, Aloha to everyone except for the people who make fun of my sexuality for likes. Having a libido expert on the pod soon. DM my podcast page for questions. What I don't understand is, like, aren't you also making that caption for likes? I mean, this story, her calling Nick out, got media attention, too. So I think, like, we're all kind of doing the same thing here. I wonder if, like, Jason was upset about the asexual claim. She doesn't say it's Jason that she felt this way with, but I think people kind of are, like, putting two and two together. Mm -hmm. He had, like, talked to Nick about it and been like, hey, this was something Caitlin kind of said. I think it might be about me. I don't know. Also, the comment, nothing asexual about this doesn't even really make sense. It's just, it's two guys standing there shirtless. Like, you could also just say, like, there's nothing asexual about it, meaning it is sexual. You know what oh, I okay. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's he's like the double negative. The- not, it's not asexual, so it is sexual. Got it. Yeah, I mean, I think be- because he could have used any other word on planet right. Earth, it is True. supposed to be a dig at Caitlyn, but like, I don't Can know. Can these two like stop it? It just I feels mean, like. That's really what it is, yeah. It feels like a divorced mom and dad just like constantly going at it. It's <laughs> yeah. like, Can you guys just like get a life, both of you actually? Because like you said, they're both kind of doing this for attention and for likes. And so. Yeah. I don't think Caitlyn gets to, well, why am I here defending Nick? But I don't think Caitlyn gets to be like doing her little post and being like, "Mm, people are posting things for likes while she also is posting things for likes and keeping the conversation going. She could have just ignored it and we would have all moved on. Like I don't, obviously if Nick is poking fun at anyone's sexuality, obviously I don't agree with that. However, I think it's kind of rich coming from Caitlyn Bristow that she's calling someone out for posting something for likes. I know. Like, come on. Literally, that is like your MO. And no shade, you're killing it. You get yeah. a lot of engagement and you're clearly doing something right. Right. But it so is It just what feels you do. like two people at the top of their game, like going at each other. And it's like, guys, stop. <laughs> yeah. I know, but it was Caitlyn versus Jason. And now it's Caitlyn versus Jason and Nick. Nick's kind of like pulling a Sydney and inserting himself right. where he does not belong. You could have just True. put a fire emoji, Nick. Like, 
No, I know. So page six actually questioned Jason about this. Uh, and it says, when pressed further about the comment Vial left on Tardic's Instagram, he said, I'll leave that up to interpretation. So he's kind of playing coy too. He said, I like Nick. Nick's a good guy. Yeah, so he's not like really squashing it either. I mean, I feel like everyone involved knows what they're mm -hmm. doing to get people talking. Yeah. And it's obviously what we're doing right now. Um, but I agree. I think everyone should just like stop it. Like Caitlin's in Hawaii. Turn your phone off, girl. It's okay. I know. Speaking you know, of Nick, he, lot. shocker, has been critiquing <laughs> Joey about how he's handling the Bachelor role because apparently if you don't do it exactly the way Nick does it, it's not going to fly. So on one of the most recent episodes <laughs> of his podcast, he has an issue with the fact that Joey isn't sending people home outside of a rose ceremony. He said, Joey hasn't sent anyone home outside of the format of the show. Everyone else has gone home on a rose ceremony. There's been no interaction where Joey has just had a conversation with a contestant and said, you know what, you're not my person. To me, that's just Joey, the people pleaser, wanting to be kind of nice, but it also comes across as super nice. It very much does, but it's also less authentic. I like, just don't agree with that. First off, one, Joey can send people home in a not formatted way later on in the show. We've had like, what, three We've episodes, had, like, five. four episodes. So and tonight like, will be he six. may do that, but it's just also like, Nick, like, who cares? I don't really think that makes anything authentic or not authentic just because he's choosing to, like, wait till the rose ceremony to send people home. Also, like, he's being guided by producers. Perhaps this is what they want at this point in the show. And maybe yeah. the breakups outside of the rose ceremonies are to come. I'm sure they are. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think Nick just needs to put in commentary and doesn't have anything to say. So he's, like, pulling this one out of his ass. Like, remember when he said, like, oh, Charity loves a fuckboy. Like, she, he just, like, sometimes says stuff to get people talking and then it gets media attention and then it goes yeah. back to his podcast. I mean, once again, he knows what he's doing. My issue with the authentic thing, this man has openly said he knew that he was going to choose Vanessa. He openly said he purposely didn't have sex with Raven or Rachel. He didn't say I love you to anyone else because he knew he wanted to set himself up for success with Vanessa. Isn't that inauthentic? That you took these girls to the fantasy suite, made them believe that they had a chance with you, and when you knew the whole time who you were going to pick? Like, yeah, it definitely is. That's also rich coming from you. I don't think he's saying he is authentic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think he just knows what he's doing and he's just trying to get people talking. And he's, just, like you said, he's just spewing out nonsense. He's just being like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, literally, when we do the Nick impression, around. yeah, when we do the Nick impression, I think of like, What's that, like, blow-up thing outside of the car wash? I feel like I've made this comparison before, but, like, oh, the blow-up yeah, yeah, thing yeah. with the arms that just flail, like, that's what I think of when he talks, just, like, constantly <laughs> flailing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's his exact voice. All right, moving on from Nick. So, Jess, everyone's, like, speaking out about this season because, obviously, it's been getting a lot of attention. Um, Jess is one of the people that's gotten a lot of backlash. Uh, she wrote on her Instagram last week in regards to Tuesday's episode. So this is last Tuesday's. It was definitely a hard watch. In the moment, I was upset about losing time on multiple occasions due to drama. Although it's no excuse, I let built-up emotions and anger get the best of me, and I do regret that wholeheartedly. I do not condone bullying, name-calling, etc. And apologies were made immediately. We are watching this back for the first time as well, and it's very hard to see things not play out to their full extent. Please remember there are many conversations during and after filming that only we are aware of. We are more than just characters on your screen. We are humans with real emotions and feelings. Why did I think when you said Jess that it was Jess from Bachelor in Paradise at first? And I was like, why is she talking about this? She's like, um, I'm sorry that Blake complimented my outfits. Yeah, like literally. I don't know. I think it just goes back to it is very obvious that we're not getting the full stories here. 
Um, which is frustrating as a viewer. I'm like, why wouldn't you just give us the whole story? It's like, I'm annoyed. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I feel like I can't even keep talking about this anymore because I feel like I don't have a strong opinion because I'm, I know I'm not seeing the full story. And I know yeah. these people are just, like, trying their best and, like, there's a lot more to this and no one is inherently a bad person just because they were, like, manipulated on a TV show. So it's just, like, when is it just going to, like, die and move on to, like, the actual drama of Joey's season? Well, hopefully, so uh, later this episode, we will be recapping the Monday night's episode. This is being recorded before. So hopefully tonight we will get some different kind of drama. I mean, Sydney's gone. There's still Leia and Jess in the house. Who knows what's going to happen with that? But yeah, uh, I really do think it's like a luck thing. I mean, Maria and Daisy are coming out on top, but... That's just the luck of the draw, truly. Uh, Maria herself actually posted a TikTok. Some highlights that I got from the video is that she's like, you know, I'm not perfect. Like, there's there's more to the story. Uh, things will be coming to light event. Like, things will be coming to light. Basically, we, we will get answers. Mm-hmm. She's doing her best to try to speak up for it without totally exposing the fact that this is, like, a produced storyline. Right. So... If you are looking to spice up your sex life, I highly recommend that you look into Dame products. Totally. And I feel like especially with vibrators or other things of this variety, I always feel like it's like, where do you go? Do you just go to the mm. local like store, the, the local sex shop to No, you find can't do things? that like, anymore. No, I don't think that's really like trustworthy. So like the fact that we're giving like, okay, no, check out Dame products. Like it's a actual, normal, good website. And you know <laughs> yeah. their stuff is good. It's also a women-owned company making the next generation of vulva-tested, vulva-approved vibrators. And it was founded by a sex educator and an MIT engineer. Also, what's really cool is on their website, they have a quiz and you can, they can tell you like the best vibrator for you. So mm-hmm. if you're looking to like use something with a partner, they have stuff for that. If you want to use something alone, obviously go for it. There's plenty of stuff for that. So what's really cool is Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So like literally your satisfaction is guaranteed. Also, you can get 15% off your order if you use code She's All Batch by going to dame.com. That's D-A-M-E.com. And go check out the amazing sex toys they have. I mean, I've used them, so I recommend them. Go check them out. Again, that's dame.com, code She's All Batch. Also, support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. I literally just got a DM yesterday from a Fots who said, like, oh my God, I'm in dire need of new bras and loungewear. I know you guys have talked about an amazing brand. I forget the name. Can you please tell me? And I'm like, hell yeah, honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20. I mean, Honey Love has revolutionized the bra game. I am constantly wearing their Honey Love crossover bra. It's yeah. so comfortable and it lifts so nicely. One of those bras that you don't feel like you need to like rip off as soon as you get home. So definitely go check them out guys they also have amazing like leggings loungewear shapewear i have a lot of their bodysuits. i love them so treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and you can save 20 percent by going to honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20 and when you use our exclusive link you get 20 percent off that's at honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20 and after you purchase guys they'll ask you where you heard about them so support our show and tell them that we sent you Okay, guys, it's time for Bachelor Encounters. It is time. Bachelor Encounters is when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about those stories on air, and it is a good time. I'm curious to see how that comes out. (laughs) Also, shout out Elise for that amazing idea. I know. Um, I think this may stick. We have to see how it sounds in post-production, but... um, 
Love it. Although I do have in my head, it's time for Bachelor Encounters. Is that a Stephanie original song? It was that you last wrote? week. Oh. I didn't know Jackie, if it was you were on the else. show. No, we. Oh my god! It is it's six, six in, in the morning. The, <laughs> yeah, it's six in the morning for Jackie right now. She's in LA still. Ugh, I'm so itchy. I think I have a food allergy, and I'm so itchy, but I can't figure out what it is. If anyone knows, how do you figure out what you're allergic to? <laughs> if anyone knows, why am I itchy? Well, because it's been happening on and off, and I'm like, huh? Isn't that weird? Um, I mean, so just wake up like kind of itchy. But yeah. I'm like, I ate so many things yesterday. I don't know what they are. Like, I don't know. It doesn't have to be food. It could be like detergent, soap. No, true. Anything. But I haven't changed any of those things. Anyway. I hate when that I hate when they say that though. They're like, what have you changed? Oh, uh, nothing. That's why I came Literally to the doctor. Not- like right, give me something. Right, right, right. Yeah. Just take Benadryl tomorrow night. Or tonight, rather. Okay. And maybe you'll wake up not itchy. Okay. This first one. My only bachelor encounter happened in May 2018 when my husband and I, my brother and his wife, and my parents went to Mexico. Our last night there, we couldn't decide if we should go to a fiesta dinner or a wine and food pairing class. We decided on the wine and food pairing class, and it ended up being a total snooze fest and not at all what we expected. We left halfway through it. That's horrible. The next day, we are in the lobby waiting to check out and my sister-in-law freaks out quietly points to a man and woman walking through she whispered bachelorette and i knew right away it was rachel Lindsay and ryan abasolo their season had just finished airing immediately my sister-in-law gets on ig and quickly confirmed it was them and saw that they actually had hosted the, they hosted the fiesta dinner that we <gasps> didn't choose no oh. That's such a bummer to go the night before. I was so pissed we missed that. And the fact that the class we went to sucked made it even worse. I told my dad to pretend to be sleeping so I could take a picture. Unfortunately, all you could see are Rachel and Brian from the back. Love you guys. And she did send, like, <laughs> literally, it's her dad is sleeping. And then you see Rachel <laughs> and Brian, like, I guess at, like, the checkout counter. Oh, that's, that's funny. That's so cute. I would be so pissed if I, like, went to a wine and food pairing class and Rachel Lindsay was hosting the freaking other option. I know, but, like, why was the wine and food pairing class so boring? I think I, that sounds lovely. That really does, and that probably would have been my choice, too. I mean, at the well, end of the day— Well, because what's a fiesta dinner? Just a, a fiesta? Like a party? Yeah. Party, I guess. I don't know. Well, they should have advertised it better and said that Rachel was hosting it. I'm sure you would have chosen that option if you saw her face on a poster. Agreed. But any time that there's wine paired with food, I mean, it's a good time. I'm confused. What? How? Please, honestly, write us again (laughs) and just tell us, like, why it was that. Was the wine bad? Did they not believe it would be bad? But I'm sure it was educational, which some people like, but some people don't. You know what I mean? Like, learning why certain things pair with certain things. And if that's Mm. not your jam, I understand, but you should have known that before you went to the wine and food pairing dinner. (laughs) So. Yeah. Have you ever done, like, a tasting where they go through all the background information? They're like, oh, smell the oakiness, and then you have to, like, waft it. Do you like that? I love that. that. Yeah, I'm a wine snob, so I like like that stuff. But I get that it's not for everyone. What's your favorite? For what? Wine. I know, but like, in what, to, paired with what? It definitely depends. Oh, I don't know. I'm not this highbrow. Um, anything. What's what comes to mind when I say what's your favorite? Well, normally, like, if I'm just, I feel like I would do a California Cabernet, just in general, paired with most meals. I feel like that's usually a good bet. But you know, I'm not like a, a masochist. Like, if it's seafood, you have to have a certain white. If it's a more like chickeny, hearty white meat, then you're gonna do a Chardonnay. Like. 
I don't know. Sauvignon Blanc mm. from New Zealand. Olivia Caridi said that at Fots Fest. And I was like, yes, 100%. That's the only Sauvignon Blanc I'll drink too. So I don't know. I think it's interesting. You don't like to like learn all the little mm. things. I don't care to learn about it. I like to drink it. Like if they're like, well, here. Sure. <laughs> well, the sample thing, like when they're like, oh, these are all different types of like white wines. Yeah. That's, that's fun. Yeah. I don't need to know like the oaky flavor. I don't need to know why it's tastes oaky. Just let me drink it, you know? Yeah, but like learning what it can then go with in the future or like Mm. why certain things match together. Well, can it just go with anything as long as I put it together? No, that is true. Factually correct. mm, So. But certain things are going to taste – No, but certain things are going to taste different because of the different flavors. But mm, okay, okay. You're like, so not amused. You're like, well, fuck that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna put it whatever with whatever I want it to go with. Um, this next one's a little bit of a lengthy one. She says, "Hi, Stephanie and Jackie. I have such a fun bachelor encounter. I live in Philly, and my bestie and I were going to a bar, Urban Saloon, on Monday night for a Bachelor Monday event. They showed the episode and had bingo and special drinks and everything. I got to the bar before my friend, so I was waiting outside to meet her. I see this group of beautiful women get out of the Uber and walk towards the bar. I can only assume they're also here for the Bachelor. When they get closer, I realize it was Lauren and Allison, the sisters from the season. I tried to act normal. They ended up sitting a couple tables away from us, and during the first commercial break, the announcer shouted them out. During the second commercial break, I went to the bathroom. When I was in the stall, I heard them come in. Lauren said how she felt bad about Lexi's endometriosis and that she didn't know about it at first. She said she was confused why producers were letting Lexi have a nap because she didn't get one. Producers let her have a nap because she, like, maybe needed one because she was... Okay. I needed a little more liquid courage to approach them, but when I finally said hi and that I was a huge fan, they were so nice and so insanely gorgeous in real life. They told us they have a lot of haters and that only Philly girls like us get it. We got a picture with them and Lauren insisted on being on the left side. Lots of people went up to them to say hi and take pictures. They were so cool and happy to meet people. I think they went out in public this episode because they knew Allison was about to get eliminated, but then the rose ceremony ended up in the next episode. Also, they had two other friends at their table who were all taking pictures, so shout out to their friends. Side note, they were all eating chicken wings. Later, after the two-on-one aired, they FaceTimed Maria and everyone in the bar cheered. People also cheered whenever Allison came on the screen. That's so cute. It was such a fun night and I really hope to see those two on the sand if Paradise is going to happen this year. Thanks for reading this Bachelor Encounter. I love the pod. Oh, and that ends. And actually, there's a set, There's another Bachelor Encounter. That's why it seemed so long. So that's let's oh, comment on that okay. one. Yeah, that is honestly... Such a good one. Such a good one. That's, yeah. I always want to go to those types of nights. Like trivia night. I've never yeah. gone. To a Bachelor-themed night? Mm-hmm. Oh. You've, you've gone? They, I mean, they obviously do a lot. In, yeah, I have gone. They do a lot in New York. I went, though, to one before we did the podcast because obviously now like I can't go to one because we have to recap after I thought so, you were like, gonna be like I can't go to one I'm gonna get swarmed by fans no 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 <laughs> just like we have to it's a work day now I feel my days yeah. of like watching Bachelor with friends unfortunately are over which is also really sad because my friends will text me to come over and watch and I simply can't yeah. but yeah no I went to one once with my brother randomly was it Pi- it might have been like back when it was like Hannah Brown season or no that's too early because it was New York Maybe Pilot Pete's season my brother was randomly watching and we went to one and it was Bottomless Rosé. It was really fun. We should try to incorporate Bachelor trivia into Fots Fest 3.0. Guys, we are in the very early stages of planning this, by the way. Shout out to the drunk Fots who messaged me and asked when the next uh, Fots Fest is coming. It is going to be coming, we'll say, spring. This year. Yeah. Yeah. This year during good weather. Um, Mm -hmm. And it will be in New York. 
But it would be cool if we can try to incorporate some type of bachelor trivia, like make it like a like a yeah. fun like that is cool it takes the pressure off us too a little bit i know that feels you know? a lot of time yeah no let's do it okay cool uh well and we'll get back to you obviously and we want to make sure we give you guys a lot of notice so whenever we solidify the date we'll let you know as soon as possible so everyone can come if they would like to all right this person submitted another encounter so okay She said, I also have a minor bachelor encounter with Joey that I've been procrastinating sending in because I didn't actually get to talk to him, but it was summer 2023. I was sitting at an outside table at a restaurant with some friends and a man who looked exactly like Joey walked by with a gaggle of friends. I needed to know if it was really him or just a doppelganger. So Bestie and I crossed the street so we would be on the opposite side of the street from him. Ran ahead the same direction as he was walking, crossed the street back to the same side and walked back towards the restaurant so we would be facing him Uh, and walk past him. Wow, that's a lot of strategy to get to see if it's Joey. It really was... It really was him, The Bachelor. We were both so speechless and kept walking. Not saying hi is my biggest regret, but he seemed like he didn't want to be bothered. Also, this Joey encounter happened only a few blocks from where I met Lauren and Allison. Hopefully, the batch people keep coming around to my neighborhood. Thanks again for reading these messages. Much love to the Fots. Thank you so much. This is so sweet. Who knew Philly was such a bachelor hotspot? Seriously. I love the dedication. I mean, I do think after all that work, like crossing, turning around, crossing, turning around, like you should have just said hi. That was a lot of work just to see if it was Joey. Yeah. Was he walking with a group of people? Like, why did he seem like he didn't want to be bothered? Maybe he had a hat on and his head down Mm -hmm. and a sign that says, don't approach me. Don't talk to me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not good at saying hi to people either when I, like, see famous people in the world. So I get it. It's sometimes awkward. No, it's super nerve-wracking, too. Also, sometimes – okay, this is, like, one of my most embarrassing moments in life. Not really, but one time it was my birthday, and I was out to, like, a little happy hour thing with a friend of mine, and Queen Latifah walked in. And Mm. I never talk to people that are famous, really, but, like, it was Queen Latifah, and it was my birthday. But I, like – so I went up to her, and I was like, I'm sorry, like, I never do this, but, like, it's my birthday, and I just wanted to, like, say hi and get a picture with you. And she was like, mm – can I help you? And she was kind of <gasps> rude, but I also get it because I was annoying. And that's why I just, like, don't, like, approach Wait, you. she literally said, can I help you in response to can I get a picture? Well, no, she said, can I help you before I asked for the picture? Because I was, like, kind of saying, she's like, mm, can I help you? And I was like, oh, like, sorry, can I get a picture? Oh. It's my birthday. Um, and she did take a picture, to be fair, but um, she was not happy about it. Reluctantly taking a picture. Yeah, and, and but I get it. Like, she was there, like... No makeup on, like, with a hat on. I think just picking up takeout, and I'm this annoying girl asking to take a picture with her. Like, I get it why she would not like that activity. I mean... And so ever since then, I'm like, I... I, Even before then, I feel like I didn't really go up to people, but now I'm like, let's just not. It's... No one wants that, you know? Actually, a future Patreon that I want to do is celebrity encounters. Oh, that's fun. I've already started, like, collecting, and I have a few of my own. So I don't actually want to share them here. Oh. Uh, Tease. Okay, cryptic. Uh, Coming in a a few weeks. I should have saved that one then. (laughs) It's okay. We can, we'll add on to it. Um, See, but you know what I mean? It's just sometimes awkward to go up to people and. No, totally. I mean, I was awkward. I was awkward going up to JoJo and we were at the event to see them and potentially interview them. And I was like. I was so weird. I was like, she had like changed her wedding date so many times because she was like a COVID bride. And I was like, oh, 
your old wedding date was actually my wedding date from like years prior. And she's like, oh, what is it? And I said the date and it, she had zero recollection of it. Cause I think she had so many wedding dates that she uh, literally forgot. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, I guess I don't have anything else to say then. It was really Aw, weird. She was sweet. She was nice though. Also one time I met Jody Sweeten in the mall. She was doing like a meet and greet. And You've definitely I was, told this before. Really? And about, I, went, I, yeah. I went up to her and I said, my name is Stephanie too. And she said, yeah. oh, okay. Which honestly, Jody, if you're listening, I appreciate that you didn't make me feel stupid and tell me I am not actually Stephanie Tanner, you moron. So yeah, I hope Jody is listening <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> She's a big thoughts. I actually heard her talk about it in Fuller House one time. She said it. Yeah, for sure. Like on the show. It was written into the script. Yeah. All right, well, those are all the Bachelor encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to submit, DM me at She's All Batch, and we may read it next week. Okay, TMI, I am getting over my period right now, and my period is usually a very painful time for me. I get the worst period cramps of all time. Like, since I've ever gotten my period, this has just been how it's been. But ever since I discovered Jovi, I don't have to deal with as much pain at this time of the month. This podcast is sponsored by Jovi. And what Jovi is, is this flexible patch that you can put on your belly or wherever you're getting pain from cramps. And it helps reduce the impact of pain. Basically, anywhere you're feeling pain during your menstrual cycle, you could put this patch on and it will relieve the pain. Yes, guys. And it's also 100% drug-free. It's helped tens of thousands of women thrive every single day during their cycles. So if you guys want to become one of them and test them out, you can go to meetjovi.com slash she's all batch and then use code she's all batch and that will get you 40% off your order, which is amazing savings. Like 40, like that's unheard 40, that's, of, truly. That's no one ever. 50, and that's basically... <laughs> it's for, honestly, girl math, this is free. Yes, so true. Exactly. So th- again, guys, that's meetjovi.com backslash she's all batch for 40 percent off and make sure you use the promo code she's all batch so that they know we sent you that's m-e-e-t-j-o-v-i.com slash she's all batch go check them out and relieve some pain this menstrual cycle jackie we need to tell them about your favorite brand of all time jenny kane i know jackie's I obsessed do- I do love Jenny Kane. I am obsessed. Um, I just feel like I'm at the point in my life as a mature, almost 31-year-old woman, Mm. which is crazy, that, like, it's time to stop buying crap. Literally (laughs) stop doing that. You need to start buying, like, pieces that are going to, like, stand the test of time that are just classic that you can wear constantly. I'm actually in LA right now, so I've only packed, like, a big suitcase full of stuff. And one of the staples that I have been wearing is my Jenny Kane cardigan. And it's great because like, I wear that thing literally every other day because it goes with everything. It's just like chic and comfy and cozy and comfortable, but it looks nice. It's just so good to have pieces that go with literally everything. Like stop buying like that stupid thing from Amazon. That's going to rip after one. I mean, because like a majority of my closet is the stuff that rips after one wash. And I think the thing, like honestly, speaking of girl math, if you buy a luxurious, like more expensive piece, but you wear it, weekly, Mm -hmm. it's not expensive anymore. If you actually look at like, oh, I'm going to buy something for $30 on Amazon, but I literally get one use out of it. Technically, the more expensive piece that you get more use out of is cheaper. So let's start shopping more wisely. So you can actually get 15% off when you use code SHESALLBATCH if you go to JennyKane.com. So that's J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Use the promo code SHESALLBATCH, get 15% off. JennyKane.com, promo code, she's all batch.
Jackie, I feel like we need to get in the room. I feel like we have a lot to unpack from episode six of The Bachelor. Yes, episode six. And wow, it took six episodes and I'm like in it now. I actually thought this was like a really, really good episode. What did you think? I never thought I'd see the day from Jackie. (laughs) Where I would like really Joey season on Joe. I mean, I would love to like if we can all just journey back to when Jackie literally said, like, she hated Joey and couldn't even understand. When I literally what... said I wasn't going to watch this fucking season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And look at look at us. Hey. Look at me now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Who would have well, thought? I just think it's entertaining because I genuinely believe that these girls like Joey. Yeah. Well, that wasn't always the feeling that you had in previous seasons is what you're saying. No, for sure. Zach Shellcross, he could never. <laughs> like, I, mean, I really feel like the girls are really developing genuine feelings. And it's that at least makes me believe that there's like buy in here and there's like a real potential for like real drama at the end. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I yeah. think he's doing a really, really good job. And I really do like all the girls. Like, there was mm-hmm. a moment tonight when I was just watching everyone, and I was like, everyone in this season is stunning. Like, yeah. everyone is drop-dead gorgeous. So, honestly, really, really good season so far. This episode was good. Mm-hmm. Um, not my favorite. Like, I, I don't think there was... I guess because there wasn't a lot of drama, and that's where... I tend to, like, really enjoy the show when there's a lot of mess. Yeah. There wasn't so much mess. There wasn't so much mess. I thought the Lexi chat was interesting, and, and yeah. Lexi going home really surprised me. Um, I don't know, and they're really, they're foreshadowing a lot of mess. Like, they really well, did yeah. not waste an opportunity to show Joey saying, I'm just so scared that it's not going to work out. Like, they're, they did it in, the, in the beginning, they're doing it at the end, like... Yeah. It's like, I wonder if that's going to be the main issue at the end. I know. Here. I literally wrote one. My first note is serious foreshadowing here. Um, why is this episode starting off this way? It's not like it left off like this way right, last right. week. So it's like to pick up and he's just having like a pity party. Where did this come from? Kind of not really tracking from where we left off last week. But yeah, his fears that someone will not accept him slash it would not work out. Yeah. Really? I mean, obviously something happens. That's like the, at the final rose. I don't think Mm -hmm. his final rose recipient is the one that doesn't accept him. I think there's something with the runner up. In which case. Yeah. In which case, whatever. Why do we really care all that much, Joey? I don't really. Yeah. But they're still going to try to build it up to be something. Sure. You know what I mean? Even if he's happily engaged right now. Aside from the whole, uh, this has never happened before thing for the finale. Mm -hmm. When everyone's so shocked that Joey's crying at the finale, saying like, oh, God, I can't believe this happened. My heart's broken. Literally, that happens every single season when the Mm -hmm. lead has to break up with the runner-up. So to me, that is just the scene of he just broken up with the runner-up. It did not go well. And he's sad about it. I don't really get why that's so groundbreaking, aside from the fact that he says he thinks it's the first time it's ever happened. That makes me feel like it's a little bit something more special. But like besides that... Every runner-up breakup is gut-wrenching. Yeah, I think it's just, like, the intensity of his crying. That does seem like a lot. More than just, like, a little, like, casual tear for sending mm-hmm. home the runner-up like we typically see. It feels different. It feels more intense. I don't know. That, I mean, I am I have Jason Mesnick in my head who, like, threw himself off a balcony practically screaming, like, why me? When well, he jumped. But then, um, he got but then he went back to her. <laughs> back yeah. to his runner-up. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I do still think the um, comment from Jason about... 
about Ari mm. is very, very, very weird. Remind them what, of what that was. Yeah. In case so they... guys, um, I don't even what, what did he exactly say? Basically, ago. Jason Mesnick commented on one of Joey's posts, just being like, "Oh, like me, me and Ari will come cheer you up," or something about we'll me and Ari. We'll give you a hug. We'll yeah. give you a hug. Yeah, I don't remember the exact wording, but um, why is he talking about just him and Ari? Jason Mesnick and Ari have a very, very unique link to them, and only yeah. one link that they are now with their runner-ups. And so that, to me, is, like, really specific and weird if that's mm-hmm. not something similar that happens with Joey. Because otherwise, wouldn't he say, me, Ari, and Sean Lowe, and Zach Shellcross, and Ben Higgins, will all give you a hug. Or I'll, or just I'll give you just a me. hug. Just, Jason, just me. Jason, just speak just speak for yourself. Right, Don't speak right. for everyone Bringing else. Bringing Ari into it makes it really weird. So... I'm actually writing a note because I feel like when we did a creep story on this, I said that I was going to follow up with Jason Mesnick, and I never Mm. did. So writing now, follow up, got it. Will do. Okay. What I kind of am looking at this episode is the falling for you episode because literally every single person is falling for Joey. It's like they were told at the top of the episode that they needed to tell him because Mm -hmm. what are the odds that every single person tells him that? Yeah, it just seems like it's that time. I did think it was interesting, though, to see, like, his different reactions to different people telling him that because it just really seems like now we are at the point where, like, real feelings are being developed, which also has led us to, like, let go of this Maria drama, it seems, which I thought was incredibly refreshing to have an episode that wasn't about everyone hating Maria. Yeah, and now with Leia and Jess officially gone, it seems like we could possibly move on. Yeah. Move on officially. Yeah. Although like we talk about earlier in this episode, like Maria does say that things will come to light. So maybe she's referring to the women tell all, but that wasn't even that hasn't even been filmed yet. So right. how would she know that that's coming? I mean, obviously it will be talked about, but like mm. it makes me feel like something more will happen maybe. on the actual show. I would like to say that. Or maybe she just means that people will like get to know her personality now more outside of all this drama and realize that she's like not a terrible person. Not that any of us thought she was, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I will say uh, Nick Vial can eat his words because Joey did finally send someone home outside of the traditional rose ceremony. Oh, yeah, true. When Jess says that she's falling for him like everyone else is, he basically says he can't reciprocate those feelings and walks her out. And I applaud him for that. And like I said earlier this episode, maybe there just wasn't a time where that made sense for him. And yeah. now this situation, it does. Like, someone tells you they're falling for you and you're not feeling it. Why would you say, like, I guess, how could he respond in a way other than breaking up with her if he doesn't like her? You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do, make out with her if you're not feeling it? Right. I think sometimes that is what leads do when they have nothing to say. They're like, mm, like, let's just make out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did think it was interesting, though, that like he was so certain in his feelings to be able to send Jess home. But he also didn't like say it back to Jen when Jen said it. But like Jen. Didn't he, he say to, not say it back to anyone? I don't think he said it back think to he, anyone. Yeah, no, he said he isn't like fully ready to say that yet. Mm-hmm. But like knew at least enough that it wasn't enough for Jen to be going home, you know? Yeah. Well, I think he really likes Jen, actually. I I do, too. Yeah. Um, I think it's like Daisy, Jen. I'm I'm changing my tune on Maria. I actually see him really liking her now. Oh, wait. Should we do a top four? Because I was thinking this while watching it. Yeah. And I, okay. Daisy, Kelsey A. Mm, Yeah, he does. Kelsey A is going to be a secret one that slides in. I think Maria, too. Daisy, Kelsey A, Maria. And then who's the fourth slot? It's either Jen or Rachel or who's left? Mm. Kelsey T. Oh. But I, I think he really likes her, but not enough. Not okay, as much wait. as with the other girls. This is so crazy. This top six 
for the first time in Bachelor history, I feel like the entire top six could get a hometown. I mean, not literally, but I mm. feel like they all have such strong connections and I see yeah. them each with him in the end that usually, you know, when you get to the top six, the two stragglers are very obvious. Like the two that are not making it to hometowns, you always can tell by the mm -hmm. top six. There's like the four who you yeah. know are going, getting hometown, and then the two. In this case, I don't really feel like there's like people that- I actually that... think Rachel's kind of lagging. I was really? actually really surprised that she got the last rose. I was like, oh yeah, she's gone for sure. <laughs> really? No, he's yeah. like obsessed with her. I mean, I see it with them. I definitely think there are some connections that are further along than her. Yeah. But yeah, um, honestly, Rachel, Kelsey T, and Jen, I feel like it's anyone's game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I do oh, think, no, I think Je yeah. okay. Maria, Kelsey, and Daisy are solidified. Oh, I think Jen is solidified too. I think I would make that my fault. Who's not solidified? Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I think Kelsey's going to be a secret sneaker in her. Yeah, uh, Kelsey T and Rachel, I think, are gone. Okay. For hometowns. I guess we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We have this group date. Um, this is like now everyone's starting to stress. We hear our mm -hmm. first rumblings of someone who doesn't understand why she didn't get a one-on-one. -on -one. Ironically, that's Jess who goes home. But like yeah. at this stage of the game, if you have to question it, it's not you, babe. Like, yeah, come on. How do you how do you not know that by now? There was someone else this episode. Oh, Caitlin mm -hmm. also made questions of like why you didn't yeah. get a one on one date. It happens every season. Happens to the it's best true. of us. But I do sometimes think that like they save really good one on one dates for like the last person to get it. So it's like not that you can't possibly get a one on one date at the very, very end and have a strong connection. I know for me, if I was the lead, I would want to be like going on the dates with the guys that I really like as soon as possible. Yeah, I, I wouldn't true. be able to, like, justify being like, oh, I like him the best. I'm going to wait six weeks to, like, fucking hang out with him. Why would you do that? You want to, like, make sure or at yeah. least lock it in. Yeah. I, the, the only reason why I think you would maybe do that is to save, like, a better destination for mm. someone else. Like, remember, I think Ari said he saved Paris for Lauren. And Lauren, that season, she got two back-to-back one-on-one dates. Like, yeah, how know, did people even – how did anyone on that season, like, even think they stood a chance? Even Becca – like, I know. he's choosing two times in a row. That's, like, unheard of. I know, that is crazy. I don't want to say that's the only time it's ever happened, but I'm pretty sure it's the only time it's ever happened. But I didn't say it is the only time it's ever happened. So if it has happened, just leave me alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so did you notice on this group date that there was a couple times where girls went up to him and kissed him on the face, on the mouth, in front of the other girls? I believe Rachel did it. Mm. And Leia. And I'm like, ladies, it wasn't like a moment where it seemed like it made sense and people were just yeah. walking up to him and kissing him. That's like not typical for a group date for people to just be so... It's one thing to pull him aside and kiss him on the in the corner. But they right, were like just walking so around. Yeah. With affection. Yeah, I mm -hmm. guess that is weird. On this group date, Kelsey A tells him that she's falling for him, which is an upgrade from last week because she said, I guess I'm starting to fall. Mm, now mm, she's falling. Everyone's falling this week. I mean, literally, how hot was his response, though? He said, did you just whisper that? Say it one more time. Like, ugh. I know, Joey's Joey. randomly hot. Who no. knew, guys? Not me. Took me six episodes <laughs> to finally understand. <laughs> literally, everyone knew he was hot, but I will say this season's making him hotter, which For sure. normally on The Bachelor, like at least in it recent seasons, gives you me get a ick. bad edit. Yeah. <laughs> like the bachelors tend to get like bad edits. 
Like, yes. you, you, you are okay with them in the beginning, and then as the show goes on, you, like, start to, like, cringe a little bit. But, mm-hmm. like, the more this man opens his mouth, he gets, like, hotter and hotter. No, I know. I, well, because I really think at the end of the day, like, his personality is what's making him, like, so attractive. He's actually, like, way more confident and, like, quick and funny than I ever saw on Charity Season. Yeah, well, I don't feel like we saw a ton of him. Although, do you no, remember I know, when- which is crazy that then he became the lead. We didn't see a lot of his personality. Well, we saw a lot of his boner. Do you remember when he got a rock hard rager while sitting no. next to Charity? Really? They were like, it was towards the end. I don't know where they were, but they were sitting next to each other, literally just like talking on a bench. And he got, I'll send you the clip. He got okay. up. And he, like, sees the camera, obviously, and he, like, puts his arm in front of it and tries to push it down. But it is, like, a freaking eggplant sticking out of his pants. It's great. Yeah. No, there's definitely BDE here for sure. Yeah. Even though he's not very big. Like, um... Like, tall. Yeah. Tall. I mean, no, he's big in the (laughs) pants. But he's not very lengthy. No, he's lengthy. He's just not very... What's, like... Tall. Yeah, I think the word that you're looking for is tall. Because <laughs> you try to find, like, every other word to describe someone who Girthy. has... Girthy. Yeah. yeah. So Lexi questions him on, like, what his plans are for, like, engagement, marriage, and kids. And yeah. so he wants to wait two... Or he wants to be engaged for two to three years. And then a couple of years of marriage... And then kids. That's a long time for someone that, like, Lexi, who wants to start having kids sooner than later. Yeah, I didn't realize that she was in her 30s. Um, Because at first I thought, why did I think she was, like, literally, like, 24? And I was like, girl, what's the rush? Like, that sounds like a perfect, gorgeous timeline. But I guess I can understand, and especially with her condition, like... Yeah, well, that's the rush. It's not her age. It's like, she needs to do it sooner than later. When Joey tells her that, it's, like, not what she wants to hear, She later comes back to him, like, later in the episode and ends things with him because of it. I literally thought, like, night one, Lexi was going to be it. Me too. So for her to leave to, what is it, top eight or nine? Like, she Mm -hmm. didn't even make it to top six. I would have never thought that. I thought for sure. For some reason, I pegged her as three. Like, third. I don't know why she just stuck out. Like, I didn't think she was one. I didn't think she was two. But I mm-hmm. thought she'd be, like, a top three. Yeah, no, I definitely thought she was going to be top four for sure. Um, I guess what was also confusing to me, too, is Joey also said, like, his timeline is not, like, a hard, definite timeline and could be adjusted maybe for, like, the right circumstances. So I think to, like, send herself home immediately, I'm like, their timelines must have just been, like, so off. She seems like someone that takes all of this very seriously. And I think if she gets engaged, like, if she's not getting a bachelor engagement. Like, if she gets engaged on the show, it is a real engagement to her. And this means, like, actually figuring out her life. And if she feels like their, like, values aren't lining up, she doesn't want to, like, go through it. Like, she's, she actually is, like, thinking and, like, trying to be logical and not really get swept up in, like, the romance of it all. Like, I think she wants to be practical. Like, if this guy does not have the same timeline as me, I'm going to go find someone that does. Yeah, I guess, though, but, like, the practicality of it is, like, having a long engagement because you met on a TV show. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like, so I think that's, that was, like, a little c- confusing to me, but Maybe it was whatever. the be married for a few years thing. Because maybe she's like, okay, like, I'm down to be engaged for a little bit, but, but like, when we're married, like, there's kids. some people that get married and literally start, like, day one. No, I know. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sad to see her go. Very shocked. I really pegged her as someone that was going to go much further. Yeah. Did not see that one coming. For sure. The two one-on-one dates this week is went to Kelsey T. and Maria. Kelsey T. Mm-hmm. They did, like, a Cirque Day. 
Can you say it? I don't know if I ever know how to say it. It's really hard for me. They do that that date. Joey gets dizzy the whole time. It just made me feel like queasy. I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him too. I really thought he was going to vomit. Like pull a Vanessa um, with Nick in the plane thing and like vomit on the date. Yeah. At what point can he not just be like, hey, um, producers, I'm like, the can lead. Can we stop spinning around? Yeah, like, like can we just do, it. like, other stunts? Like, I don't want to have to spin. Like, they kind of reminded me when they were spinning in circles of Jack and Rose when they spin, when they're at the, like, underground party oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the Titanic and mm-hmm. they're spinning. I would right. get sick, too. You would too. think he'd be able to stop. I would probably get sick as well. i like, so sensitive. I feel like I vomit at, like, everything. Oh. Um. Well, remember when we went to Fots Fest? I threw up. I got car sick. Oh, that's what that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, you also threw up at the sushi restaurant, but that was during that was Fots, at Fots Fest. Fest. Yeah. But also that that was on me because I was like doing stuff, like working on my computer in the car on the way up there. And that really right, did I drive? Happened. I drove. You drove up. I drove back. Oh. Because then I was like, okay, I can't get sick. I should drive as opposed to being a passenger. But yeah, guys, fun behind the scenes. I threw up at Fots Fest. Or I guess after Fots Fest. We had done it. And then and we it were going to come it back was for 1.0. karaoke, but then I, like, got really sick from the car. It was 1.0. It wasn't 2.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, not at the live show. <laughs> Could you imagine? imagine. <laughs> no, I've, if I text on my phone in the car, I get nauseous every single time. But for some reason, I do it every time. Like, I need to scroll on Instagram. I need to be on my phone. And every time I get sick. It's the worst. I have to, like, consciously put my phone away. And yeah. that's been, like, helpful but yeah, so moral of the story, I don't get why Joey couldn't just stop spinning. It wasn't yeah. like the Vanessa situation where they're, like, stuck on the plane. It's like, yeah. dude, you can just stop spinning. Like, just stand there. It's fine. Yeah. What do you think about his connection with Kelsey T? I think he likes her, but just not enough. Not yeah. as much as he likes other people here. I don't really see her as a top four, I, so I don't think really? she'll be getting a hometown. I see. Yeah. I'm, I'm really torn. I feel like all of them are top four material, so I don't want to make... I don't yeah. want to make predictions because I'm always wrong at this. So I won't even try. Okay, well, make um, the prediction and then we'll know to pick the other person. If you're no, because I wrong. literally all of them could be it for me. All of them. But yeah, I thought her story about like her experience with her dad was like obviously heartbreaking. Um, mm-hmm. I, I liked getting to know her a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and Joey once again handled receiving the trauma like a empathetic king. I literally did he get him. like trained? Did they like? Did he do research? No, I think on he's just actually a good guy. That's wild. That's it is real wild out. in this it day really and age. It's right? crazy. It's well, you know how sad it is. The bar is so low that it's just like, wow, you're a man who actually responds like sensitively and emotionally, intelligently when people are like literally spilling their guts to you and telling you their traumas, and he just like nicely listens and supports them, and we're like, wow, yeah. king, 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 right. That's right. The the bar is (laughs) on the ground. Can the guys do better in the world? Yeah, geez louise. For real. Yeah, I mean, so Kelsey gets a rose. We move Mm -hmm. over to Maria's pretty woman date. Like, their chemistry is insane. Mm -hmm. I would love him to pick her. I don't think he will for some reason. I don't know why. I think she's someone that, like, he's has so much, like, sexual chemistry with. And I do think that 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 burns out. So maybe that's Sexual chemistry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's it. Go. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was just I was just going to say sexual chemistry, but also, like, witty banter. But, yeah, I agree yeah. that, like, both of those things burn out after a while. And you can't really, like, build – like, that's great at first for attraction. But the foundation of, like, how their lives would be together can't right. always be about witty banter and, like, hooking up. That's true. Because you can laugh all you want. But if, like, you're, you know – Their lifestyles, different yeah. values. Yeah. 
I did like that she said, uh, that's what she said in the car. And she's just like cracking jokes. She's making him say, I love you to her in French, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know what he's saying. Yeah. Like, she's just a freaking riot. And every single episode, I am more and more convinced that ABC is setting her up to be The Bachelorette. There's literally no reason why they would be giving her so much screen time and such a great edit if she wasn't going. To, like, who else the season is getting? Yeah. That? No, I agree. Unless there's someone who's, like, really heartbroken at the end. Um, like a I don't want to be – I don't, don't want to see a heartbroken person as Lee. No, we already I established know, this. I know you don't. And I, and I don't really either. But I feel like people – like, when the story is so compelling at the end there, I think sometimes it's tough for them to be like, and the girl from, like, five weeks ago that well, that's we've kind of already, I, like, moved on from. But I do think Maria is going pretty far. So at, maybe. I don't know. This is, like, such a – like the Maria show. This reminds me of like Ben Flay next season with Courtney, how like every episode revolved around her or next season with mm-hmm. Corinne. Like every episode revolves around her. Even if she's not, like it's either her drama or her one-on-one date or like there's something where she's a focal point. Yeah, but then that makes me wonder, like do you think there actually was drama where she really was kind of the bad guy and not doing things in the best light and they haven't shown us that because they want to protect her but that's why we've been so fucking confused (laughs) this whole time well that's what i've kind of been alluding to with our conversations about it like i don't think that maria's a villain i don't think she's necessarily done anything bad but i do think we're not seeing the full story because they want us to root for her yeah yeah. And we said, I think last week, like, Rachel and – Rachel Lindsay and Vanessa, it's confirmed mm-hmm. that they yeah. have, like, a massive feud that season. And there was one specific date, the volleyball date, where everyone's crying. And it's because um, stuff happened on that date, but they didn't air what happened because it would make Vanessa look bad. And instead, we just saw everyone crying and everyone was confused by it. So I do think, like, if they want us to – to like someone or root for someone, they they choose what we see. I don't think Maria necessarily did anything wrong, though. I just think we're all human. I'm sure if someone was filming sure. you every single day for a month, they could. there's stuff that they can show that would make you not look as good and stuff that would. Yeah. So yeah. Um, who is Feist? And how did Maria know who they were, the, the band? Oh, I don't know. Beats me. <laughs> Maybe it's a Canadian thing. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I mean, she walks in and she's like, is this Feist? I'm like... Okay. That's funny. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with maybe they're Canadian. Where was Michael Bolton tonight? It would be nice to see him. Well, is he Canadian? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I think he's on retainer and they could just bring him in. <laughs> yeah. Anything else on Maria? No, other than just like it was really nice to see another side of Maria and I'm starting to like her a lot more. Um, and I enjoyed I, I enjoyed the date. Oh, wait. No, not done on Maria. So she gets the pretty woman date and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, pretty woman date. We have some piping hot tea from one of our interviews with Susie Evans where she reveals yeah. what happened on her pretty woman date. And I shared it on Instagram. And obviously it's getting the response I thought it would because people were in shock. But I'm like, do you guys not listen to She's All Batch or something? Like, this is, like, old news. Old news. And I know. If, Check that out, guys. If you're new here, this is the type of tea we spill mm-hmm. on the regs, guys. Well, it seems like, though, Maria didn't even come back with a lot of bags. She only got the dress, it seems. So maybe they heard our interview and they were like, ugh, <laughs> oh, they're on to us that we just give them H&M, so let's just not even bother. Wait, do you think 
I think. Like, actually, no, but I think it's funny to imagine that we no. have such an impact. I think that's what it is. That's such a good point, because this is the first Pretty Woman date that's aired since our interview. And she did get the dress, but it seems like that's it. She didn't come back with all the bags like they normally do. Yeah. Okay, guys, watch this space. If Watch this space for future Pretty Woman dates. If they no longer come back with, like, all the luxury bags and they just get one dress, it's because of us. Yeah, we so, sorry, Maria. You could have got like a shitload of H and M clothes, but unfortunately, it's fine. She can just go to the mall and buy them herself. I'm gonna put the Susie clip in here for those of you who didn't listen to the Susie interview, which you can just go back and listen to the full thing. It's such a good one. I don't know if it's different every season, but basically, like I got to try on a few things and pick out like one dress that I really wanted, and then they just like they shopped really. Like we get to. We got to shop and, like, experience the shop, but, like, they had already, like, picked a ton of stuff to take home. And you got to take home for real. Mm -hmm. I always got the impression that you got to pick all the things. I know. That would be dope because a lot of stuff was not my size. I I feel like I'm allowed to say it, but it was all from, like, H&M. So I think they just sent somebody in and, like, swiped the card. Cha-ching. Wait, I was Wait. shocked. What? <laughs> Wait, they make it look like you're at like a luxury store and then they give you H&M? Well, I did get a luxury dress. But they make it seem like it is like the like literally the pretty woman date, like Julia Roberts on Rodeo, and they're giving you just clothes from H&M. Wait, this That's is groundbreaking. Like, Sorry. This is groundbreaking. But yeah, we have the rose ceremony at the end of the episode and not really a surprise at all. Caitlin and yeah. Leia go home. Yeah, it was just, like, kind of shocking to see three roses there, Um, and Mm. I think someone even, like, made a reaction to that, but I guess I also wasn't kind of clocking. So many people have either group date roses or one-on-one date roses, so it's obviously not, like, them narrowing it down to three. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I guess, like, we've gotten to six quicker than I thought. It always yeah. flies by. Time flies when you're having so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. At Leia in the car ride home, the producer's like, so do you have any regrets? And it's like, guys, you ever since she threw that card in the damn fire, they've just been after her. And do you think that's why she ended up getting like this villainous edit? Because again, they could have left that shit out too. All of her shit mm-hmm. talking about Maria, if they just yeah. never aired that, no one would ever think anything other than, like, the America's Sweetheart vibe that we had for her. Yeah, I don't know. And and that's definitely a factor, because, like, her throwing away the date card means that she's, like, not willing to play ball in the mm-hmm. way that they wanted her to. So, yeah, maybe. Maybe she's like, God damn it, Maria had the pretty woman date. Like, I could have stolen from Maria and gotten the pretty woman date. Ugh. I know. The irony that the week she goes home, like, you could have stolen that date had you held on to that card, Leia. Maybe don't make right. a rash decision night one next time. If anyone else gets this card in the future, just don't do anything. Just hold it. I'm going to I'm gonna think this over. I'm going to sleep on it. Yeah. Throwing it I in the steal fire. For sure. I know. I mean, especially, especially the pretty, pretty woman date. Like, I would like, steal that one. Like, I really need oversized H&M clothes, so <laughs> I would want to go on that date. Yeah. Um, the promo for next week, Joey gets a haircut. Did you Love notice that? that? No, it. I didn't notice, but... Okay. I mean, with hair like him, he can't go the whole season without getting a right, little trim. Right, 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 right. We see Daisy's getting her second one-on-one date, and mm-hmm. she says that she's not going to just tell him she's in love with him to get a rose. Something tells me Joey won't care that right. she doesn't tell him she's in love with him because she's going to get a rose anyway. And then Maria, we see Maria say something like, she doesn't know if she could do this. But we've seen that before. So I don't really buy yeah. that. Yeah, um, I guess we'll see. It did look good, though. It does seem like the drama is finally, like, becoming real. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, yeah. Reality Steve said that they're uh, filming the Women Tell All either March 7th or March 8th. So we still have a little bit to go before it's even filmed. And then probably a little bit to go before they air it, right? Yeah. they probably probably won't air it until at least the next week, if not longer. And then we're going to get the um, inevitable commercial when they're like, all your favorites are back. Yeah. To relive the drama in the house. (laughs) In the house. What will Sydney Sydney say when she sees Maria? Did you like that impression? Yes, loved it. That was my Jesse Palmer impression. I thought it was Jesse Palmer I was talking <laughs> I to. Yeah. Wow. wow. Just me. All right. Well, that was episode six. Can you blow out the candle, please, actually? Uh, yeah. Um, but I'm going to just put the top on it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Here I go. Gorgeous. Okay. Oh, can you just, like, push the smoke away? It's smoky. But it won't, it won't be smoky if you put oh, the top on. True. That's the whole point <laughs> oh, of God. not blowing it out. Do you think yeah. people will realize that there wasn't really a candle now? Did I just out oh us? Fuck. Yeah. You guys didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm okay. getting out of this room. See you later. Bye. Okay. That is our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, be sure that you're subscribed. You never know what's going to pop up in the old feed. And if you're not subscribed, so you'll miss it. Also, just to clarify, because I feel like the word subscribed gets confusing. Subscribe doesn't mean that you're paying for anything. It just means that you're following a show on your podcast platform, wherever you're listening. On Spotify, I believe it's a follow button. On Amazon, I believe... Actually, I feel like on Amazon, it's a follow button now, too. They really need Mm -hmm. to make, like, universal language for this. But basically, it just means that um, the podcast will automatically come to your phone whenever we release. So if we decide to release on a random day, it'll come to your phone. You won't miss it. You don't want to be searching for podcasts in your phone every time, especially if you like listening to them all the time. So, yeah. Be sure that you are subscribed and or following. Exactly. And, but speaking of subscriptions in the payment sense, you can (laughs) check out our Patreon, guys. We release ad-free versions of our episodes in advance on Tuesdays on our Patreon. We also have a lot of great bonus episodes. We do at least two a month, but sometimes more. So go check it out. It's patreon.com slash she's all batch, especially like with the recaps also being in the Tuesday episode. It's like you want to listen to that immediately. You can do that at Patreon. Yeah, and if you want to meet with like-minded thoughts like yourself, you can join our Facebook group, She's All Batch on Facebook. Uh, There's always conversations going on in there, and it's a good time. So definitely join that if you want to chat all things Bachelor. And follow me at She's All Batch on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow good old Jackie at Jackie Maroney underscore. Yeah. Are you Jackie Maroney underscore on TikTok, though, too? I feel like you're not. Yeah. No, I changed it. Now it's all the same. Oh, because I was going to say, you kind of always did, like, a blanket statement, but that's good. Keep it consistent. Yes. Although, I'm kind of annoyed. The person on Instagram who just has Jackie Maroney is just, like, a random grandma who never uses their Instagram. And I'm like, give that to me. You know you can slide in. I DM'd her, and she did not respond. Obviously. Because she never uses her Instagram. It's literally, (laughs) like, she follows, like, five people. Yeah. So... Go bully Jackie Maroney on Instagram uh, no, and no, tell her to give me the handle. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, don't bully people. God. You've said Jackie Maroney underscore so long. I know. But I think it's not too late in my career to change it. <laughs> yeah. If I can get the real one. Or should I make it Jackie Maroney official? I think that one's taken too, even. It's not Official? Stupid. I know. I'm not that official, though. <laughs> yeah. People are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Which Jackie Maroney am I talking to? The official one or just this random lady that doesn't use her Instagram? So thank you to our sponsors. Uh, check out honeylove.com. Check out jennycane.com. Check out 
Dame.com, meetchovy.com. And as always, the um, codes for all of the brands that we work with are always in the episode notes. So if you want to check them out at a later time and you forget what the code is, definitely just click on this episode and you can see it. So we'll see you guys later this week. Is that it, Jackie? That may be an Easter egg. Ooh, you really want to tell them. I really (laughs) want to tell you guys something. I mean, it's not that crazy. No, it's not. We'll see you guys later this week. I'm not lying. True. All right. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Is that it? I think that's it. Okay, bye, bitches. Bye.